0: This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast.
1: Uh, I mean, I see a camera, too. I know there's a lot of you out there that are watching virtually, and you are so welcome as well. In fact, we welcome everybody. We just know that we want to have all people of all stripes, all colors, all persuasions, uh, any type of sexual orientation. We, we just want you to be here and be part of our loving group. So you are so welcome. And um, let's say our mission statement together. Is it what? Oh, yes, this is going to be permanent now. So let's say our mission statement together. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness and now, Soul Shine is going to take over with "Chance." We got uh,
2: kind of like this song week. So We're going to do it again. It's fun. Oh God, I'm saying this so you guys can't sit from your seat. You need to st- sing from your feet. So everybody, stand up. Woo, it's nice to have you back. Welcome back, everybody. This is a fun song. There's some hand gestures. We'll sing along. I am blessed. I am blessed of my life. I am, I am blessed, 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 blessed. When I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Now we want to see those fingers on the blessed, 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 blessed part, okay? I am blessed. Yes, say, Come on. Oh, I am blessed
1: every day of my life
2: life. I, I am, am blessed, 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 blessed. When I wake blessed, up in the morning, I wake up until I lay my head to rest. My head to, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed, I am blessed. Oh, I am blessed every day. You. I am I'm blessed, 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 blessed. blessed, blessed, blessed bless. Yeah. When so I wake well, up in the morning till I lay my head to rest, I am blessed. I am I bless blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life. Yeah, I. Am plus 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 I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest I am blessed I am blessed I am, ble- oh, I am blessed I am blessed, oh, I, am blessed. Oh, I, am blessed. Oh, I am blessed Every day of my life I am blessed blessed, blessed 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 When I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest
1: And now we're going to turn it over to the hostess with the mostest, Claire, who is going to talk to us and enjoy celebrations.
0: So we're doing celebrations now. And can I take this off for a minute? (laughs) Um, We just had a couple. Jenny Davis is celebrating her daughter turning 25 and braving the pandemic through Japan and then also the loss of her sister and celebrating her her sister's passing and celebrating her life. So, all right, how about any of you? Surely we have some celebrations this morning. Judy, I know you have a big one. I have a big one. Yes. I'm hang on, hang on, hang on cuz because now we have <laughs> we have online people who need to see your beautiful <laughs> face.
3: I'm celebrating that my wonderful sister is here. All right. My niece and nephew from Austin, Texas, and and their baby Clark, who's three months old. Oh, cool! All
0: right. Who's next? I saw a couple. Okay.
3: I'm celebrating my new job at the Bethlehem Inn doing case management, and it's just really touching. Oh. And also, my daughter just turned 15. <laughs>
0: Lucky you. Lucky you. Woo, I'm so glad I'm through those teenage years. But No, no offense, Shehali. I'm sure you're the sweetest teenager ever, all the time, right? That's what Yes, That's absolutely. That's what your grandpa says.
1: No doubt about it.
0: All right. Who else has a celebration? Okay, Jane. I'm closer to Jane, so I'll go to Jane.
1: And I've got one too.
3: So um, I have a four-month-old granddaughter, and yesterday she came over and she recognized me for the first time and smiled, and it was so exciting. All right, Jim.
1: Okay, I'm celebrating that we're going to be working again on the water feature. If you haven't seen it, we're right in the middle of it. And afterward, uh, I'm affirming that we're maybe we'll even finish it today, and we'll have something running out there.
2: Hey! Yeah.
0: All right, Dave. Now, now it's your turn. I got a mic. Oh, you got your mic. I got a okay.
2: I nice set up. Hey, I'm celebrating. Should I sit
0: on the piano?
2: I can play "My <laughs> of Valentine." We can do the whole fabulous Beaker Boys thing. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Okay. Um, Nolan has had a good season. I've been to every single game. Baseball. Baseball, yeah, my son. <laughs> and this is the last game of the season. It's the only game I didn't be able, wasn't able to make today. So it's for the fifth-place title, and he's doing good, and I'm thankful, so thankful that baseball's over. Yay! You don't know, love baseball. Who
0: well, about Victor? All right.
4: Celebrating the Tampa Lightning in the semifinals. Defending the st- Stanley Cup title? Hockey. Go Bolts. Yes.
0: yes, we need explanation. We <laughs> hockey. He's celebrating his Tampa hockey team. You
2: know, this too. I hear it all the
0: time. All right, is that it? Any more celebration? Oh, Anne Marie. Okay, I'm getting my workout today. Let's hear. Finish, wrap it up, man. you got to stand up and then look at that camera up there by Aaron and hear using my. I finished all my grades, so summer is here. Woo! She's a teacher, so yes. So are you done? You're done for the year?
1: Jane, we need you to switch chairs. You're on next.
0: But fun stuff. Oh, there you go. So now it's just fun stuff. Camping, that sounds fun. With middle, middle schoolers. So, yeah, I don't know how fun that actually sounds. Okay. Anyone else? I think we're good. Have a beautiful day. Oh, wait. Aaron. to be back in Bend. Yes, Erin and Nate just moved back. They've been living on the coast for eight months, and now they're back in Bend. Yay. All right, and back to
3: you. Okay, so we are going to... We weren't here last week. We started it last week. Um... But we, we are taking a little bit of time, each service, to reflect on what this year has meant to us because we haven't been able to be together physically to talk about it. And, and for those of you who are online, I'm going to encourage you to either jot down the answers to the questions in a, a journal that if you don't feel like sharing it or even better, if you're comfortable, put it in the chat so that you can share with the other people who are watching. But the question is, what are you grieving? And have you taken time to grieve? And if you have not taken time, when will you take that time? Now, grief is something that the average person doesn't really like thinking about or talking about. But but actually, physically, biologically, it's better when we do. Because the amygdala, which is a part of your brain that handles all the emotions, it calms down when you put a name to something. So... Whatever it is that you are grieving, it, it could be a person. Maybe you lost someone that you loved during this COVID season, but it also could be circumstances. We know for sure our circumstances have changed a lot. So I'm gonna, we're just going to take a few minutes to do this and make sure that your partner has a chance to share. What I would like you to do is turn around and find somebody that you do not live with. Okay, because the people you live with have probably already heard this, and some of you might have to get up and actually move to find a partner. Um, And please be aware, for those of you there, I know we have some new people. We have Carol, who moved here from Missouri, and she's just here, and we have our guests here that are Judy's family. Um, I, I think I recognize everybody else here, but... Be aware that people who are here for the first time may feel a little extra shy. And, um, and, you know, as someone who's a member here, just reach out to them. So let's take a few minutes now and do that. And Dave and Jim, you too. Jim.
1: Jim. I really felt good being able to talk a little bit about some of the things that I was grieving. I hope you all had the chance to do the same thing. And uh, I look forward to you all being back. <laughs> so we're going we're to come into a time of sacred prayer now. And uh, so prayer is such an important part of unity and a part of what unity was founded on a healing practice based on prayer. So uh, I'd like you all to just take a moment to close your eyes and just know that God is here. God is within each and every one of us. And this is a season of love. And we have such a depth of love here. Let's just know that the love that we have, uh, that we can share it, and we can share it both mentally and physically and spiritually, in every way. We can send it out from this congregation right here and right now, all of you here, all of you online watching, sending out the love that we feel for this unity community, for each other, and know that that love is the reality of who we are and who we want to be and who we will be and who we are practicing to be all the time. So just know that when you feel that love, it's the reality of who you are. It's the true depth of your being. And send it out. Send it out to everyone. And just know that whether you see them or not, they feel it, it goes out in ways that we can only imagine and ways we can't imagine. But it does good in this world, and so it is. Thank you. you, Soul Shine. Thank you so much. Uh, do we have our affirmative prayer, Kevin? So let's say our affirmative prayer together. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere present and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love, and so it is. And yes, we know I am. So we're going to go into a meditation now, and before I do, I'd like to set the stage for it. Uh, I had a dream last night, and I thought, this is worth sharing. Uh, How many of you have been to Machu Picchu? Yeah, so there's several in here that have. Uh, I visited there in 2001 uh, when I couldn't get out of Peru because of the Twin Towers situation, and I ended up in Cusco and Machu Picchu. Uh, And the dream I had last night was about this center. But I'm going to take you into a meditation that will take you along with me in the dream that I had. So if you'll take a moment to close your eyes and just become still. Take a few deep breaths. And find that center of your being, where spirit lives, where the reality of you lives. And I want you to picture in your mind a place called the Sacred Valley. This is a place that leads from the city of Cusco to Machu Picchu. And it's at several thousand feet, but it's this most wonderful valley with mountains of 19,000 feet on either side. It's lush. It's green. It's got tributaries feeding into the river from all the mountains. It's just an amazing place to to walk through, to be in. And you can walk from Cusco to there in three days and camp out or stay at local, local hotels. So just imagine yourself walking the Sacred Valley. What I saw in my dream was I was back in the Sacred Valley and I was jogging toward Machu Picchu. And as I was jogging, (laughs) uh, Jane came up to me and said, you know, everybody in our congregation should be going there because I know where you're headed. You're headed for our Unity Center on a mountaintop. And I said, yes, that's where I'm headed. And I said, but you know, Let's have everybody come with me and maybe Kevin can photograph it, take a video of it as we're going. And my dream just went along so beautifully with all of us heading toward this high place in consciousness that Machu Picchu represents, the sacredness. And there was our unity center when we got there. And all of us were gathered around and you could see all the hugs and even the people that we're online, we're feeling loved, feeling high in the consciousness. And each of us knows that when we come here, this is who we are. We are at that high place in consciousness. And it's a dream that's real. It's a dream that we can take with us. It's who we are. And so it is. OK.
4: I have to say something. Is this Kevin
1: by the booth? Oh, there you are. <laughs> I heard the voice. I thought it was from above.
2: <laughs> yeah. I
1: just got chilled
2: because Claire and I have been
0: planning a trip to Machu Picchu for next year to take Unity people.
1: Seriously? Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: We already have a guide and everything. We haven't announced it because we're still in the planning process. But that's kind of crazy.
1: That was you that planted that in my dream. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thanks for sharing that. So uh, we're going to hear from Soul Shine now. Uh, uh, and they're going to... What, what is the song? Anthem. Anthem. Okay.
4: The birds they sing at the break of day Start again, I heard them say Don't dwell on what has passed away Oh, what is yet to be. Yeah, the wars, they will be fought again. The holy dove, she will be caught again. But and soul. The dove is never free. Ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There is a cry. how the light gets in. We asked for signs, the signs were sent, the birth betrayed, the marriage spent, Yeah. signs for all to see. I can run no more with that lawless crowd, while the killers in high places say their prayers out loud. But they've summoned, they've summoned up a thundercloud. in everything That's how the light gets it's in You can add up the parts You won't have the sum You can strike up the march There is no drum Every heart, every heart to love will come, but like a refugee, ring the bells, it's still. crack, a crack in everything, that's how the light gets in. Crack everything. That's how the light gets in. That's how the light gets in. That's how the
1: would like to take a moment uh, to introduce someone that needs no introduction, <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway, because uh, I've known Jane for nearly 30 years, and we've, we've been through so many things together. Uh, we've been through uh, the training on speaking with um, Terry Hawkins, uh, training on the ministry, I should say. Uh, I was thinking of the other one that we did for speaking Okay, I can't think of the name of it. There's a professional organization. Toastmasters, Toastmasters, thank you. Thank you. They teach you to speak but not to remember words. (laughs) But in any case, uh, we went through that together. We went through ministerial training together for a while. Uh, We've just been through so many things together. And the reason I wanted to introduce her over again is because uh, I went through a time in my life when I was in a really deep hole, and I found a minister... Uh, who helped me come out of it and elevated my life from then on. It was a unity minister named Mary Catherine McDougall, and she was awarded the Minister of Light degree uh, Award. Uh, it means someone who expresses love all the time, and that's who this lady is. Jane is an expression of love, and she is a minister of light. So I'd like to turn it over. You are going to love what she has to say.
3: Alright, so it wasn't enough I made you talk about grieving and I cried through the whole thing and then I listened to Anthem and cried through that and now he gives me this introduction so I hope you're good with tears because you probably get some more. <laughs> the The whole idea, that song, Anthem, I, I just love it. The crack is where the light gets in and it's it's so easy to think that Being perfect is what the goal is, but it's never the goal. It's never the goal. I heard a story about an artist who had um, lost one of his limbs. I, I don't remember if it was the arm or the leg, but he was a sculptor, and he really needed all the limbs, but he somehow got by without it and made this perfectly round sphere. It was absolutely perfectly round. And then he got a sledgehammer and he smashed the whole thing so that it was all in pieces. And then he put it back together again with bolts and screws. And it was beautiful. And it was in a museum. And that's what's true of us. We do not get from the cradle to the grave without a heck of a lot of bolts and screws. And that doesn't make us unworthy. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you because you have bolts and screws and cracks. That's what is wonderful about you. That little baby that's back there who is so perfect, and I know because I've had babies and now I have grandbabies, and they can do no wrong. I mean, keeping you up all night is not so great, but you, as soon as you look in their little faces, it's like, oh, you're perfect. And this doesn't ever happen change. The only thing that changes is the story that we tell ourselves. But we are still, every one of us, perfect and worthy. Think about, think about the uniqueness of us. You know, you do not need to leave because she's making noise. That's we are good with babies. <laughs> yeah. If if she gets to the Banshee stage then maybe you can reconsider but <laughs> You know, we when we think about we, we talk a lot about oneness and unity and when we think about oneness It's true that 99.9% of our genes are the same with everybody. So there's 1% which works out to be about 3 million genes that are different. You and I are not the same. We have these 3 million genes difference. And that isn't even taking into account our life stories even where they intersect and they have similarities, no two are identical. So three million genes and unique life stories, we are individuals, unrepeatable, unique. But there's a shadow side to that. If you think of our uniqueness, the beauty of who we are as individuals, it's like we're a supermoon. We're so amazing so full of light. But there's a shadow side to the moon. There's a shadow side to our uniqueness. And the shadow side is loneliness. Because if I am different from you, then there are ways that we will never completely connect. There are ways that you can never fully get me and I can never fully get you and more than anything it seems we want someone to get us we want to be seen and known and appreciated and loved and we can get that but we can't get it completely And in those places where nobody really quite gets us, we feel lonely. And that especially happens in our close partnerships. So often we get together with a partner, and we tell ourselves, great, here's my other half. Now I'm whole. Mm -hmm. Urban legend, folks. (laughs) That does not do it. And we quickly discover, don't we, that that other person doesn't get us in important ways that we want to be seen. And we don't get them. I mean, how many times in a relationship with somebody, and it doesn't have to be your intimate partner, it could be with your child or your parent, I mean, how many times do you scratch your head and say, I have no clue. I have no clue about you. You are just like (laughs) other. (laughs) You are so strange to me. I do not understand you. And you know they're thinking the same thing about you. When that happens, we often make that mean something is wrong. Something is wrong with the relationship. Something is wrong with me. And what I want to say to you today is that is not true. That is not true. Those are the spaces where we feel lonely and then we feel unworthy. Because if I were worthy, they would see me and appreciate me all the time and there must be something wrong with me. And it's a story we learn when we're young because we don't have any other tools to understand. But it isn't true that there's something wrong with us. This is just our uniqueness sparkling. And, and we need to be able to go into that loneliness and be present with ourselves, not looking for someone else to be the one that blesses us and makes us okay. I mean, it's wonderful when they do. It feels great. But we can't be waiting for that to be okay. Maybe some of you have seen it. There's a video going around on Facebook from America's Got Talent, or Britain's Got Talent. And there's this young woman, she's 30 years old, has multiple forms of cancer that she's dealing with. And she sings the song that she wrote that the line is something about, it's okay. And she, she speaks, and if, if you haven't seen it yet, I hope you get online and look for it. Um, it's just beautiful, and she, she sings so beautifully and freely, and she says, we can't wait for the dark times to be over before we feel okay, before we decide to be happy. That's a decision we make that is independent of our circumstances. We have to decide to bless ourselves and know that we are worthy, that our uniqueness that is like no other in the world is what we came here to bless the world with. I I want to address also a particular population of people, those who identify as LGBTQ Because that group of people, and some of you are sitting in the room identifying in that way, and some of you are very close friends with someone who identifies. And those people have been taught from an early age that there is something very wrong with them, that they are not worthy because they are unique. And that is so not true. And it has been made worse by religion. Drawing, at least in the Judeo-Christian, I'm sure there's some ridiculous thing in every religion, but in the Judeo-Christian religion, there is something in the Bible, there's a story, and as far as I know, it's the only place where homosexuality is mentioned. There's a place where... um, God is getting ready to destroy the world again because he can't find any good people. And so he he sends some angels to Sodom and Gomorrah to investigate Lot who is supposed to be good. And he gets to the house of Lot. And the people in the town Or the the three angels get to the house of Lot and they're brought inside and the people from the town come banging on the door and they want these visitors to come out so that they can sodomize them. And Lot offers his daughters instead. Now you know let's let's pause here. (laughs) We are dealing with cultural differences we are dealing with a different place and time, and we are dealing with mysticism. So in the story, when three angels show up at the door, those are not physical beings. This is code. Anytime you read in the Bible and an angel appeared, it means, I had a mystical experience. So if there are no physical angels to be abused, that whole story we have made up about what that means has no bearing on reality. One of the prime cultural values of the people at that time was hospitality. And so if you violated a visitor, a a guest, that was way worse than anything else you could do. They clearly had a different idea about sex than what we have. Why should we take that and make that be a reason why we would cut off so many members of our world and say there is something wrong with them? There is no religious basis for saying that. If we're going to talk religion, the religion is that God created and said it's good. And so if someone identifies as lesbian or gay or bi or isn't sure or is somewhere floating in between or is trans, any of those are beautiful members of our human family. They are welcome in this community. There is a book that Unity just published recently called Worthy. And I'm actually going to invite you. You can get a copy of this for free if you're online by just going to unity.org and requesting it. They'll send it out free to anyone. If you're here in this room, there are booklets in that, in that back corner there. There's a hutch with all kinds of free booklets that Unity has um, created. But this one is full of stories of leaders in Unity who are gay or lesbian or trans or bi. These are people who are ministers of churches, president of the board of unity. They have been the top roles in unity. Unity does not discriminate. Unity teaches that we are all worthy. We are all worthy and this is Pride Month, but because of the whole COVID thing, there's probably no big pride parades and festivals like there have been. So I want to encourage you, if you know anyone who identifies as LGBTQ, take one of these and give it to them. Because it's really inspiring. It talks about in every, in every case, they start out <clears throat> and they have challenges just because of who they are. And some had support from family and some did not. But they all triumphed because they found within them the truth of who they are. And so I hope that you will spread this word because it's encouraging. And it makes me proud to know that I represent a movement that says we are all worthy Every single one of us. Who we are, the wholeness of us, the uniqueness of us. That word whole I love because it's like holy, just a W difference. We are holy, 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 holy us. We are worthy. And no one should ever tell you anything otherwise. If you think about the times in your life when somebody has decided that you are not worthy for some reason, has not seen your light, how much weight have you given that? I can still remember when I was in seventh grade. I don't know if any of the people of my vintage did this, but we had something called slam books. And in the books were all these questions that you had to answer, and you went down the column, and here's, you know, your name and across it, you wrote your answers to everything. And some of the questions were, what do you think of this person? Or what do you think of that person? And if my name was, what do you think of me? You know what they wrote? Okay. Now, that's better than... Oh, she's awful, but okay has got no, you know, there's no sparkle to that. And, and I felt that deeply at that age. At 12 years old, I felt like, oh, you know, there's nothing special about me. Nothing that makes me really worthwhile. No reason that somebody would want me as a friend. And it took me a long time to overcome that thinking, to get to the place where, you know, I hope you like me, but I like me. I like me. And I know that I am one with all that is, that I am unique in all this world, and I bring a blessing just by being. And while I may be uniquely me, I am not unique in that. Each one of you, that is true for. The things that you think are weird, I love that saying in Portland, keep Portland weird. Let's keep all of us weird. You know, let's, let's really celebrate the uniqueness, the place where holiness touches down. Onto this earth with our uniqueness. We are not a mistake. We are not a mistake. We are beautiful. And we need to hold on to that truth. So we're going to move into a meditation slash music piece right now. Soulshine is going to play this beautiful song. And I invite you to take it into your hearts and allow this music to heal any place in you where you have ever felt like you were anything less than worthy and beautiful.
2: How could anyone ever tell you, you are anything less than beautiful? How could anyone ever tell you, you are less than whole? How could anyone fail to notice that your loving is a miracle? How deeply you're connected to my soul How could anyone ever tell you that you're anything less than beautiful How could anyone ever tell you you are less than whole? How could anyone fail to notice that your loving is a miracle? How deeply you're connected to my soul. Yeah. Hey.
1: Uh, hey, Kevin, can you put up the prayer link uh, while I'm doing uh, this next little bit here? And I want to talk about that uh, in a minute or two here. But in the meantime, uh, I want to just thank you again, Jane, for that talk. Uh, I know that a lot of us get so much out of these talks, and we take it with us, and we talk about it. And what did we get out of it? Why were we here? Was it the perfect time for us to be here and to hear this? And it was for me, because I know from now on I can always tell Joanne she's got to learn to understand my unique sense of humor and laugh more (laughs) at my jokes. And Shayla, you too. Okay? That's pretty important. (laughs) Now, uh, it's really a wonderful talk and I want to thank you again for that, Jane. So, uh, the link for prayers is up here and I mentioned earlier how important prayers are. So if you uh, haven't uh, had a chance to use that, uh, get on that link and submit your prayers. We pray over them uh, for uh, a week. Uh, We send them on to Unity, uh, and Unity prays over them for 30 days, day and night. I just got back a prayer uh, from Unity just this past week, and it was so good to get that prayer and to reaffirm what I was trying to accomplish that week. So uh, definitely take advantage of that. Uh, A couple of quick announcements. Uh, We want to thank all the volunteers that were here last week and contributed to the water feature. I see George over there. Who else is here that was me? (laughs) I know Jim will be here shortly. Uh, He was there. Reese was there. Um, uh, There was about six or seven of us, and we got a lot done. And so I'm going to also ask anyone that wants to stay after and feels strong, (laughs) Uh, that we have an opportunity to finish that off possibly today. Uh, So um, there's also lots of opportunities to volunteer here, Uh, and there's a handout sheet out on the table uh, in the foyer uh, where you can sign up to uh, volunteer for various things that we have uh, that are really critical to keeping the operations of this church going. We have so many people that are already volunteering, but over the time we've been in virtual lockdown, you might say, still having our services, uh, a lot of the volunteering has dropped off. And we're looking, we're hoping, that as people get back together again, you'll find the inspiration to volunteer and to help us uh, with all the wonderful things that we're doing to serve the community And so um, there's also a paid position coming up, operations manager. And we've had, uh, I think, was it one input already? Uh, One submitted? Uh, So uh, if you are thinking about that, we're going to be doing some interviews pretty quickly. So it's a paid position, and we really, really need someone in this position. Uh, We've got some big plans beyond this building that we're hoping to come to fruition, and that operations manager will be a big part of that. Okay. So I think that's it. We're going to have uh, a song. Thank you from Solshine.
2: I got gratitude in my soul I just wanna say thank you thank you I just wanna say thank you thank you I just wanna say thank you for it all but thank you for it all gratitude in my heart in my heart i got gratitude, gratitude in my soul in my soul now i, I just want to say you. thank you thank you
1: i just want to say thank
2: you I just want to say thank you for it all Thank you for it all
1: And you know what we're thanking you for? We're thanking you not only for being here, but for all of the gifts that you bring in terms of your physical presence, in terms of your offerings. And this is a time for us to take that offering now. So uh, if you would like to... Yeah, thank you, our ushers. will pass the basket around. If you would like to contribute something, if you liked what you heard here today, if you like uh, supporting this community, uh, it's so worthwhile. Uh, So take the opportunity. While we're doing that, I might mention, too, that uh, Claire is the one that's collecting any uh, applications for the position. And uh, maybe after this graphic is up there on where to text your offering if you're online, uh, we'll put up a graphic on how to contact Claire as well. Oh, he did have it up? Okay, I missed it. I missed it. Okay, thanks, Claire. So we're going to do our blessing of the offering now. Is it available, Kevin? Or should we just wing it? There it is. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, from the love of pure spirit within us, we bless these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly, and so it is. Thank you. And now, the prayer of protection.
2: The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God, the presence of God watches over me, I am the presence of God, wherever I am God is, oh yeah, wherever I am God is, wherever I am God is, because I am. Because I am. Because I.